surprise, I'm still awake. I'm surprised, I'm still awake. Hey, yo. All right. Welcome back to the Bad Kids Podcast. It is your boy, Jafinity, the host that stay doing the most. Brought to you another week with my boy, best bad kid I know. Your favorite rapper, your favorite streamer, your favorite everything in betweener, Nick Bean. What's up, what's up, what's up? Vince, how's it going? Pretty good. And then coming in last, I'm not quite sure how to say this. Eh, como se dice? Cruz. Hey, what's good, my friend? My boys. We are back. New episode. Bunch of shit that has just collapsed all over us. <laughs> like, just things have just been thrown at us. And I have honestly never been exhausted, more exhausted by a news week or a lack thereof of a news week in my fucking life. Like, give me more like sad Ukrainian news than what the world has up their asshole right now. Like, well, by the world, I mean America and Twitter. But yeah, let's just talk about it. First thing, let's get it out the way. Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, and now everyone has lost their fucking minds about it. Like, I don't. Yo. <laughs> so, where I stand, the fact that this is even still being remotely talked about, and like, since since the slap has occurred, there has been a typhoon of violence all over the place. So, first thing is. Like, obviously, the white outrage that we saw from just about everybody. Like, Jim Carrey is, oh, I am suing everybody for, like, whatever the fuck. Like, get out of here. No one cares. (laughs) Uh, Zoe Kravitz came out of nowhere on some anti-black, like, I'm not with them type shit. And they, who, and by they, I mean black Twitter Ooh, packed that girl right on up, started reading her and her daddy for filth, talking about your daddy was 30-something, trying to marry a 17-year-old. Like, I'll be damned if I am chilling in my home and I'm, I become a trending topic because my grown child went and pissed off the internet. That would make me upset, personally. Yo, I don't know how I feel about that. So where are y'all in regards to all of this? Because I'm on the exhausted end. Yeah. I concur. This is a pretty big uh, conversation. I mean, I guess... Let's have it. Yeah, let's have it while we're here. from people's opinions. But, like, everybody has a right to an opinion to a degree. Like, some people should stay out of black people's business. Like, there's a lot of people that can stay out of black people's business. But this is a good... Ooh, so many. This was an interesting event to happen to spark a conversation. Just like a whole bunch of different conversations, actually. Um, yeah. The violence from making jokes, right? That's been a hot topic. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how far can you go with jokes before it's offensive? Or are jokes just words? And then, like... Mm-hmm. Of course, watching 
celebrities smack each other if this was anywhere else and somebody hit somebody there would have been some sort of i don't know break it up you know or some not sort of well, repercussions your, your, for sure repercussions like, like Im so immediate repercussions that, Im immediate repercussions right um i'm more shocked that it's divided the country more than the r2 party system it seems there's so many people on <laughs> on either side it's baffling that that's what we're worried about there not to not to take away from it because obviously like it, it was a a big deal right but but it wasn't exactly well i guess i so, guess actually it was because if it honestly and truly if it's still being deal, talked about if we're talking about it right now almost a week removed on so, our platform like, right so it, it was a big deal right will but, apologize twice he resigned from the academy and the academy has active sexual assaulters in there and then now netflix is talking about they're not going to release his movie and it like the shit the math is just not mathing for me like <laughs> they're trying to elevate this situation and make will smith seem to be like this wild motherfucker but like yo like there's so like oh, man. don't don't make fun of somebody who has an autoimmune disease and think that that is gonna be like i think that it is obvious that many people don't live in a world where the time old addicts talk shit get hit is a, is a thing you live by like as someone who likes to talk wild shit all the time <laughs> i know that sometimes it's best for me to shut my mouth because like it's fuck around and find out season right time and place and, and you fucked around and found out. And no one has yet to apologize to like Jada for like making her the butt of this joke unnecessarily. Lit like the reference to G.I. Jane, like the joke itself is frustrating because it's so lazy and it wasn't even delivered with any type of showmanship. Right. The joke wasn't, I, I think the joke was definitely in poor taste, right? But and it was bad. It was in poor taste, and it was a bad. Right. It joke. was. It wasn't even a funny joke. But I, and I might be standing alone here amongst us. But I, I don't think that that caliber of a joke warranted Will Smith walking up and slapping the shit out of him. He could have gone so much harder on Jada over so many other things. But he made a quick jab, and you know we all saw what happened. Mm -hmm. I, well, I know, that's, like, just, that's just my two cents and the crazy thing is that the internet is just revealing all these clips of like Chris Rock has been doing this like this is part of his bag is making fun of Jada Pinkett specifically which is so <laughs> that, that I didn't know <laughs> yeah this is again, because like so I, the internet was packing niggas up over this yeah, so, so I know I know seats. they have a beef that goes back like years and they never like they never sat down or they never like squashed or anything. It's just it's been I, I you know it's been bad blood there for who knows how long. And I guess this was just a straw that broke the camel's back, right? Mm -hmm. They did Madagascar together. Was it Madagascar? I think it was Madagascar. Who, Will and Chris? No, no Chris, Chris and Jada. Oh, well, I was about to say, you know, Will and Chris don't have any movies Shout together. Out to Madagascar. We that. definitely not getting another one of those. Nope. <laughs> no. Um, 
I'm sorry. No, you're um, not. So, more conversations is the uh, protect your wife <laughs> conversation. I, I saw a lot of people going very hard about Will was very right to stand up for his wife, who is a black woman. So, like, there's mm-hmm. also that angle. Um, I don't know, man. There's, there's just, like, a lot of different... I mean, America being the powerhouse of media and then, like, the veil that Hollywood people are just as trashy and crazy as the rest of us, i.e. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock and Will Smith and, like, Kanye and Kim. And it's just, like, watching your neighbors go at it. So, like, that's also, while everybody is kind of, you know, getting woke to, to billionaires and people with too much money and too yeah. much time, while we're all just kind of, like... Yeah, you, I mean, I guess if you about that action, like you said, talk should get hit, right? I mean, yes. And then I saw on Twitter that love that, and place. this this was this was the worst place. thing to me. Um, Will smacking Chris is an all time W for the light skins. So like, I can't let's go. I can't get <laughs> no. This was not fair. This is not fair. Like in the Listen, battle Steph Curry stopped winning championships, for... so it was down. We were down bad for a minute, and like now we back up. Infinite L that the dark skins. We have to just hold that, and like I wasn't ready for that. You're welcome. I, so. I also feel like a, a lot of people in Hollywood that are part of the Academy have gotten away with a much worse shit, and have nothing's been nothing's come of it. Oh, mm-hmm. he did that on Tuesday. Okay, all right. Yo, and then like uh I forgot what celebrity it was. I think it might have been Zoe Kravitz too, like was like, oh, you know, it's unacceptable for people to like get slapped on stage. But they were like, Oh, I guess it's only acceptable when it's backstage when your friend Alexander Wang does it to people. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Damn. Like you like no one could say anything. Like, and if you're still talking about it to this day, like they were getting on Wanda Sykes' head about it. And I was just here for all the stray bullets and the mess. I mean, like I said, much worse shit has happened in Hollywood that people have gotten away with. But the Grammys are on right now, and things seem to be going off without any physical hitches. Not a slap in sight yet. Shout out to Tyler, the creator. Call me if you get lost. One best rap album. Shout out DJ Drama. Doing crazy work right now. DJ Drama's fucking working. Working, working. Just DJ that. Khaled? Is Stop. DJ Khaled in a, in a drop top somewhere talking about unknown music? Because he's pissed off that Tyler won some more accolades. Probably. I don't think, <laughs> I don't Probably, think most do likely. It's music that you, you go outside and you, and you hear it with your ears. Okay? <laughs> not, not no unknown. <laughs> I'll never forget how upset he was. That dude was so <laughs> butthurt. Big time hurt. Big time hurt. It's not no mysterious shit. It's actual music that you yeah. that you go outside and you hear. We the NBA second All-Star best. Weekend. <laughs> Who we? We the second best. Third best. We are bronze. Oh man. That's oh, funny. But yeah, shout out to um Jasmine Sullivan won in a tie with Sonic Silk. Silk Sonic, Sonic Silk. Silk Baby. Sonic. Sure, they leave the door open and pick up your feelings. Tied for best R and B performance. 
when they shouldn't just be hers. They should just give her the whole award. She should not have the tie. I don't know. Yeah, Subsonic was it was underwhelming for me. Like such an underwhelming and forgettable album. Yeah, I was kind of upset with it. I was my favorite I, part. Oh, I was gonna say no. I, I looked forward to it so much and never went back to it. My favorite part of the whole album is literally the the part where he goes this. That's the best part of the whole album. Like the intensity and the feeling behind it. He just be like this bitch, and I'm like, yo, so bro. probably more than half the world can fucking really. But yeah, that's all we got on the Grammys because like we also well don't recognize they're ongoing. That. Yeah, that they're too. ongoing, but also go quickly, um, just because I've been a little bit outside of uh, hip-hop as of late, as much as I possibly can. Um, shout out to Olivia Rodrigo. Yes, we stand Olivia Rodrigo artist. on this podcast. Yes, because I was Sour there. is so good. I got my driver's license last week. <laughs> just like we knew we would. Yeah, I was... Uh, v had told me to put on her album one day. And we just like... Because I heard her... Her single uh, does a very familiar melody uh, to, or very similar, very familiar melody, and it's a similar similar melody to Paramore's, one of Paramore's hits. They have like the nah. same like riff, and and I was like, oh wait, I've I've heard this song before. Like this is also a good song that Olivia Rodrigo is like, oh wow, I'm gonna play this album. So shout out to her, and um, shout out to Rufus Du Soul, which is a, uh, I guess house. Like a deep house, okay. dance house. Um, yeah. You didn't need to do that. Yeah. Shout out to them because they um, they won, I guess, best dance song, best dance album, best dance recording. Well, what so dance they, is it? They won all of those things? The dance. No, just the, mm. best dance recording. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but but not that's... best dance move. I don't, they're making the songs that we dance to uh, in dark okay. warehouses. With neon lights and ecstasy, and uh, I'd like to go on the record and say that I do none of those things, and I stay home most of the time. (laughs) Just, just saying, just saying. Get a couple vodka mules in this guy, he'd be like, "Yeah, got a old boys." Come on, man. Louis C.K. got a best comedy album. So, what does that say about cancel culture? If you don't have to go there. You know, I was about to say we don't recognize him anymore. No, it's just it's he just won. fine he for just... you to jerk off again and just tell <laughs> people about it. Just frowned upon him, all right. Just digs out. He told us. He DK. told us. He never lied about. Oh my god! Don't get me started. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So that no, that's just a, some non hip hop and R and B uh, things. Lucky Day won for Urban Contemporary. Yeah, he did, and he fucking deserves it. Her uh, table for, for two is so good. Yep, table for two. That was, yeah. <clears throat> Table for two. Oh man, I am. And since we're just doing random artist shoutouts, she is not at the Grammys right now. But Mariah the Scientist is just like on tour right now, and she is a newer R&B act. And I don't know how because I just troll for concerts all the time. She has all three of her Texas shows: Houston, Austin, and Dallas sold out. In my heart hurts so goddamn much <laughs> i'm so sorry oh my god it's just and then i was like playing it the other day on friday 
And then one of the counselors, uh, college counselors comes in and she's like, oh, are you going to the show? And I'm like, get out because I don't want to talk about it. Get the fuck out. <laughs> get out. She's going to have more, dude. Don't worry. But I want I want it all, bro. I want it all. What I, I deserve. You. I feel that. You do deserve that. Anything else in the world of non-rap beam that you want to acknowledge at this time? Um, let's see. Something that I was listening to today. Uh, excuse me, genre. sorry. Um, Cannons is a. They're an American indie pop band formed in 2013 in Los Angeles. They have an album out called Fever Dream. 38 minutes, 11 songs. Um, let me see. Fever Quick Dreams. listen. Uh, sorry, but apologize for my. Uh, it's alternative, alternative indie pop. So that's that's what type of time I was on today. It was beautiful outside. Um, so nice outside. Song of Note, Tunnel of You. So Cannons, the artist, album is Fever Dream. Song is Tunnel of You. Um, Got it. So yeah, that's, that's my little quick hit. Okay. Sleeper hit. Check them out. Word. And be sure... I'll link all of this in the episode notes so our good listeners, if you just go on, scoot yourselves on over to the website, we'll have all that information and more available to who? To you. Because you deserve it. Oh, yeah. So, I unfortunately, this is cycling back into rap because I've just been cartwheeling all over the place. Like, um, I went back into Leon Bridges' album uh, Gold Digger Sound for the past couple of weeks, but Lotto dropped her album 777, I want to say. Um, and <coughs> she has given me, and all of us really, but I'm going to take this personally, the song to have when you're outside. Yeah, the album is called 777. So track five, Sunshine featuring Lil Wayne and who and who Childish Gambino. What a time to be alive when Gambino is dropping verses again. Granted, he did kind of just do the middle child flow, but I'll take it. I'll take anything he's offering up to me personally. And then other notable tracks from the album really is just like, most of it like take the time to just the whole thing because it's only 13 tracks and you have that kind of time like 777 part one part two the first two tracks on the album are solid just bars um that's your morning energy yeah big energy has a remix out already with mariah carey so like this is really wild but like she's just like the collabs are so wild like Lil Wayne, 21 Savage, Lil Durk, Nardo Wick, Kodak Black, 21 Savage. And, like, no one's out rapping her. Like, she's not getting eaten up on, on these songs either by any means. So That's speaking volumes. Yeah, definitely worth a listen. The best part is, like, for Sunshine, the song with um, – oh, no, her song Wheelie with 21 Savage – it like takes it seems like 21 Savage has 
like halfway through his verse realizes that he should just stick to the theme of the song <laughs> and stop rapping about like guns and murder and like the possibility that he might murder someone. And then he's like, oh no, I'm going to get on topic. I'm going to get on topic. <laughs> so I appreciate him for that specifically. Now, it is April. We have been in this year of 2022 somehow, some way for four months. Nuts. What, First quarter gone. What albums are standing out to you so far? Saba. <laughs> Saba. Bro, yes, has sir. not left my rotation. Yes, sir. Has not left my rotation. That will permanently stay on, on my phone. I gotta agree. It is that. So good, front to back. No skips. For me, personally, no skips. Oh, dude, and he's gonna be in Houston next week or the week after, so I gotta buy those tickets. Is he on tour for, for yeah. this album? Mm-hmm. It's called A Few Good Things, by the way. Yep. For... We we mentioned it a couple no episodes skips. ago. No, no skips. skips. What's your favorite all. favorite track? Go. Beam, have you listened to it? No, not yet. Okay. Survivor's Guilt with him and G Herbo. I love that song. Um, mine is Soldier. Mm, with all the, the fucking slick Rick flows. Oh, fire. And then a strong second. Number two is uh, Come My Way because, you know. Crazy Bone, Bone Thugs. Oh, such yeah, a good yeah, song. Yeah. Such a good song. And then the transition into Still it's Seamless. You would think it's the same song. Yeah, no. definitely an overall great album. Still my album of the year so far. Um, I didn't get around to to Benny. I listened to like the first three tracks. I haven't finished it yet, but what a good change of pace after listening to Saba for the last month. Um, if you if you want that New York rap shit, Tana Talk Which 4 is every, where it's at. Everyone, everyone does. Yeah. There is no if. if. Just, that's what when, when you listen to New York rap shit, just play Tana Talk 4. Um, the intro is, I think, so far my favorite. Again, I'm only like three or four tracks in. But now Cole, am... Cole came back for a feature. Didn't see that one coming. True. And it's another great J. Cole feature. Yeah. Beam, anything shaking shaking the room for you? Man, I don't think that I've ever been... Well, maybe it's been a long time since I've been captured by a new artist as hard as I've been captured by Yeet. I don't know what it is about... Eats music and like that type of turned up electro trap that with the blown out bass, man. So he's mm-hmm. got a new album that came out in February called Two Alive. Um, notable features are Young Thug and Gunna. Um, but man, Yeet and I think his producer's name is Dream Awake. Mm-hmm. These, these, that's, this like, is that's the, the combo that got you. This is the new, the new one two punch of like. Artists and their producers, like they yeah. gotta respect that combo. So, um, just better from his album Two Alive. I know I'm probably the oh, only God. one out here on this island in like our whole <laughs> group of no, friends no, no, no. Come trying on, to man. keep up with the 
the, nah, what, uh, oh, all right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, you, you listen go ahead. to. No, I'll just uh, yeah, Too Alive by Yeet. That was a an album that I've had, and then I've I've gone back in his uh, discography. We had an album last year that had some uh, some pretty big hits. I guess where his biggest hits came from. It's like the blow blew up on TikTok, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, um, did you drop a song on TikTok and go viral with it? I'm gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love that song too. Catchy. Drake still so hasn't catchy. said anything about his album, by the way. He won't ever. He still hasn't. But hasn't and I also love the fact that the deluxe edition never came out. The original is the deluxe. Is anyone asking that's for it though? But like that's the pattern for music now. Is like you drop the album and then you wait six to eight weeks and then you drop the deluxe so that you keep getting the streams. I mean, he's let it breathe enough. I don't. But I don't know anyone's asking for a deluxe. I'm not. No, like no one. No one asks for a deluxe from anyone. You just you just get them now. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. That's the way it works. He it's, actually just is. dropped his deluxe for his album maybe like a couple weeks ago. Nobody's that. This is already like 20-something songs on it. He's right. Like, yeah. You just do... With like a, a, with a handful of skips. Or, Nobody wants... Yeah, all right. Yeah, you throw on a remix um, or you take a couple of like the songs you just want to do on tour, you throw them on there, boom. It's the deluxe <laughs> edition. Now, for me on this year, I would agree a few good things is a few good things and Tana Talk 4 are tied for my album of the year so far for two very different reasons. Uh, I think like few good things artistically and like wholesomely is just so like pure and well done just all around like all the around. storytelling the relatability to like what he is insecure about what he is trying to say and how he's saying it and then the features it's just like so the sounds, the highs, the lows. He really takes you on a, on a journey with that album. And But then I have like Tana Talk 4, an album I was not checking for the same way I was checking for a uh, few good things. And it well, blew me away. Alden said we, the like, execution of this album blew me away. Venny dropped like three more albums in Sabadin and since his last one, so. Right, but like thinking about the trajectory that Benny the Butcher was on and the setback he experienced in trying right. to go mainstream and that Hit Boy album and the Drake feature that we are never going to ever hear. And like not getting, was it him albums, or Conway like getting shot too, like. That dude was oh yeah, he was it. he got yeah he got shot in Houston and now he will never do a show here. Thanks, awful people. <laughs> but um, this was like a like this is kind of like the album that we needed. Like this was 
Like, if you want to be the superstar rapper, uh, like the validity of Griselda in that movie, like, this was it. This was the album that, like, put him or is beginning to put him in that place for me. Right. And it's interesting because with this album being like such a leap for him, I think it starts to move around or we have to acknowledge how the landscape is now different. And it's like certain like, cause I, according to me, like some of the albums from like artists that, you know, as we've grown from like high school, our early, our early twenties and shit, like art, those artists, like two chains, Rick Ross, like they dropped albums and they were like, not doing the numbers like they used to. And they aren't necessarily providing the cultural impact that they used to. And now we have these, this influx of younger artists or artists who have been for whatever gatekeeping reason, unconsidered doing shit that like can no longer be denied. For example, <laughs> you can't. You, my bad. You caught me off guard with that one. Yo, it's because I'm Texas as fuck. Culture does fuck. Dile, dale, habla. So for me, it's like you can't count out Tyler no more. Like he's gotten over or we've gotten past the horror core, the shock stuff that would keep people away. Uh, we, we got past Igor, like, which was just like his album in him to make, like not necessarily a rap yeah. album, but like, not like so good Tyler's out me. here is rapping his ass off and making great music. So like, you can't deny him his space in this realm anymore. Uh, Benny, you can't like if this trend keeps up, like Tana Talk Four with Tana Talk Four, like I think it does, like it changes the landscape. He for... starts right, he starts proceeding if he hasn't already with this one. Well, Beam, how do you feel about my my conspiracy of it's like almost over for our traditional old heads? Yeah, I mean, most of our traditional old heads at this point are realizing set, that they've made, done. Yeah. yeah, they've they've made the money that they could make from Send rap without going hard on like doing tours and stuff. Like now they're just opening businesses and using their money to get into like other things and mm -hmm. opening um, studios and forty forties up. Shout out to Jay Z. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Jay Z like, line for everything. You can't get a you can't get under anyone's post so any one of our faves posts without Rick Ross tagging Wingstop. Ain't love that nothing. Love that. You got nothing to do with nothing like. <laughs> and then you just Wingstop. see Rich Forever at Wingstop. He's just <laughs> that's what I knew. It was like it's, it's over for them. They don't care anymore. Um, I think people like um, oh god. YBN, what is his name? He just, I can't, I cannot believe I cannot remember his name. Enoli Chapa? No, no. Um, 
He's got Far be it for me Wayne. to try to tell you who it is. He's got that mm-hmm. song with Nas. Um, Corday? Just released an album. Corday. That was him. That was him. Um, so I went and looked at some of his stuff, and then he had, I guess, like a response track slash... Slash. Well, what I will say of Corday is from a bird's eye mm-hmm. view was very different than what I had expected from him. Cause I was like, cause to me, he almost occupies the, or is going to occupy the same lane as like a young common where there That's is saying a, a lot. There is a level of a high level of consciousness in his lyrics Mm-hmm. And also, just fucking skill. And but like on, excuse me, holding a bird. From a bird's eye view, I just was super impressed, super impressed. And one of my students, Jeffrey, actually was the one that made me listen to it. Okay, I'm back. Hey. And so, yeah, what were you saying about Corday and the song with Wayne? Tech difficulties won't get me down. Um, so Corday, he had a remix to the fall off by J. Cole, and I think it was called oh no, 1985. That's that's what it was. 1985. Um, where he was just talking about how the, the new rappers need to get their shit together and be better about the moves that they're making and be smarter about you know how they present themselves and how they was it like Joe Budding yelling at little Yachty? Is it basically what that's like? <laughs> Essentially, but it so. was it was also like a half low pump diss track. They ended up sitting hey. down later on. Um, so Corday kind of had like a song <laughs> in response called "Old Niggas," and um, I think Corday's probably the the one who I would say is getting out ahead of changing the landscape, bringing like lyrics back. So now. There's mm-hmm. a space on Benny the Butcher side where l- lyrics reign supreme, and then there's a space with like Corday, where lyrics are very important. Um, yeah, this the, the landscape is changing from the old people. I think the Drake era may be coming to an an end. Yeah, um, where where you need to well, when I say you need to have a Drake feature for your album to be commercially successful, you need to have some sort mm-hmm. of Young Money feature. Yeah, this that's no longer. Um, now, what I will also day. I will also throw flowers out there to my dude Denzel Curry because his latest album. Oh man, I haven't been around to that. A force. I love most Denzel Curry projects, but melt my eyes, see your future. Like track one, Melt Season with Robert Glasper. And anytime that these two connect, like on his last album, they did a bunch of like remixes to it. And like Robert Glasper got his hands on one of the songs. And so mad respect for him. And one of the things that listening to the album, I was like literally just walking around the neighborhood walking the dog and like the flows are just like 
so like you can tell he's just experimenting he's not trying to stay within a certain avenue which he has found success and uh he tweeted he was talking to andre 3000 and he was just like you know uh, three stacks was just like never get bored and then he's like that's how ultimate denzel was born like after that conversation and you can tell like um it is straight bars, but then it's like broken up. Like I've had the song Troubles with him and T-Pain stuck in my head like all day. He's got, let's see, Ain't No Way is him, Black, Rico Nasty, J.I.D. Uh, like a couple, Josiah, Powers Pleasant, Katie Cash. So it's also got some range. I'm excited for him and all of the continued work. I need him to go on tour too, so I can um, <laughs> give him more of my money directly. Yeah. Now, new question. Who are, who do you, how do you define someone being like a rap or R&B slash rap superstar? What makes someone a superstar to you? Being, being seen in more places than just your own place that you've created with your fans. How many other places are you being seen? Um, how far is your reach? What kind of lasting impressions do you have when you make a move? Because um, there are stars. Right. There's definitely tiers of like star Stardom. versus superstar versus like, you know. Your hometown like hero, Billy Isis, Ultra Star, and um. So what are you? Who, you I guess Ultra Star, bro. Those people, that's like, they cannot breathe without somebody writing an article about what they're doing. That's like, <sighs> that's, that's yeah. Pop sen- that's like pop sensation type type shit. Um, Olivia Rodrigo, I think, is if she keeps up her, she's like on her way to being a superstar because mm-hmm. she's like, you know huge big like all the moves who i guess my question for you is so we can like kind of gauge where we're at who who is a superstar to you jeff who's like somebody you would deem a current day superstar see that is my question like that is ultimately why i brought the question to the pod because like i don't know because like there are layers to this stardom shit and as someone who is not a star like it is interesting to figure out i think her definitely is if she's not yet she's a superstar then this time next year you got to like i think she like seeing her live like in person is probably life changing but like having seen videos of her perform live the presence is there she can sing in real life. So she's not reliant on like the engineering and any of that shit. She plays an instrument. Like she can control. I trust her to control a stadium of people on her own. Or like, you know, with the show she designs with her team. And she's got the discography to back all that shit up. Like even oh, if she yeah. just wanted to and just play an old mixtape and just run through six, seven of those songs, like people are going to be there for it. 
I think you have to check uh, all of those boxes when you're talking about a superstar. When I think, who else is like a superstar? Oh. Are we talking strictly hip hop or just like music in general? Music, music in general. Now, someone I want to see reach superstar levels is JID, Smino. Oh, they Stavo. both deserve it. God damn it. Don't yeah. get me started. I don't know that they have the. They don't. I don't. I don't think that's what they want. They right. I don't care about what they want in this. I I don't know that they have. They don't. Because their their music is. It's not niche, but it's it doesn't have the reach that. That I think would warrant, being, giving that superstar, title right, to us absolutely. But if you go out and like Saba doesn't I don't, like are any of these songs on the radio? I don't know. I don't listen to the radio. Right. So. Oh, and also Ari Lennox. I also whatever Ari Lennox wants. She's the only person I care about in the <laughs> hypothetical. So if she wants to be a superstar, come on, boo, let's do it. If not, that's fine. Fuck these niggas anyway. I feel like there's um, a fine there's a fine line because you. I don't, for lack of a better term, I feel I kind of feel like you, at some point. You have to sell out to become a superstar. Not, not, not to become a superstar, but it's either that or there's a really long winding path outside of that to get there. Is Kid Cudi a superstar? I mean, to me, he is. Does he he is a, boxes? Kid Cudi is a, a superstar for our culture, but overall, not yet. A cultural phenomenon, not a superstar. Not a superstar. Mm. I don't. I don't think he. I don't think he ever stepped into being a superstar. Right, because you like. I so, think he so, chose. He chose not to step into the role star. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who comes to mind for me when you're talking about superstars is Lil Nas X. Oh yeah, that is. Right, right. So By like, the there's, there's a conversation where you right. can like this person may be or this person is headed there, but they're like indisputable superstars. And Drake, like, Weekend, Low Nas, Billy. The, I mean, there's a handful right. of them. Right, superstars. Like the way that it rolls, just off un, your like tongue, indisputable. That's what I think a superstar is. Is like, John if, Legend a superstar? Yes. All right, cool. I agree. I can go to. I can rest easy. I'm going to go to bed. Sleeping significantly. <laughs> so he, like, I was, uh, he's another person who may not have stepped into it, but like, you synonymous. You got, you got white people playing you at your weddings, like. And he was the also people. the fucking like time sexiest person, like two years ago for sure. All right, I'm gonna keep scrolling through my phone <laughs> and see who else is a superstar now. Okay. I'm where is Anderson Peck? At what level oh, is he? Man. I after Silk Sonic, I, I want him to be a superstar so bad. He may, you know, he very well words, dude. Very well may be in some people's eyes, but I don't know that you can dub him undisputably a superstar. Theme, thoughts, Anderson Pack. 
not there not there quite yet i think that's what silk sonic was supposed to be um didn't get him I, there I, I could almost argue that bruno mars ah maybe bruno bruno mars in his heyday when bruno mars was bruno mars and like up and out this out the gym um he was a superstar yeah, it's like I'll give the you polish, that. the polish of the music is superstar quality. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, Anderson fact. I don't, I don't think so. He's not there yet. yet. I mean, he did Super Bowl. He was there. Sure. Everyone on that stage was a superstar um, for sure. So maybe it looks like a, I mean, an argument can be made. So then, I, in my personal opinion, if an argument can be made, not a superstar yet. Fair. I'll take this it. Just, um, right, but not undisputably, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Tyler, I'd say, obviously undisputed. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. I think, despite the fact that he is the most reclusive ass motherfucker <laughs> on the planet to a certain degree frank ocean never left superstar level that man can announce a show anywhere yeah. just about anywhere any size facility and sell that big shout yeah frank ocean undisputed Beyonce undisputed, Rihanna undisputed. Ariana Grande, I gotta throw Ariana her out there. Grande. I think. Yep. Yep. I think it should be easy for you to name a superstar right. because it's just. If you gotta question it or debate, they ain't there yet. Travis Scott, superstar. Yeah. 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 Oh, when do you think Baby Keem chooses to get to superstar level? Oh, yeah, Kendrick is a superstar, of course. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Baby Keem, probably. I think he he could go in that direction. Um, what kind I want of that to happen so bad. It depends on what kind of moves he wants to make aside from music. Right. Because right now he's still very young. Um, he has the the glimpses of being able to make superstar music. He has some very very well polished songs and. I'd imagine with the guidance of Kendrick, yep. it's not far off. Yep. Um, but it depends on how he grows because he's young now. So how do you how do you grow up? How do you mature into your music? How do you leverage your music and your platform to do more than just music? Right. Like. Yep. Do you have a McDonald's meal, sir? <laughs> yeah. They're, so they're so, right. so is so Jay Melvin a superstar maybe. then? Right. Oh yeah, Bad Bunny. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, Bad Bunny, definitely. Oh, come on, oh, yeah. for absolutely. Because sure. he also does wrestling. Like he is an actor. Yeah, he's like, everywhere he's on the he's WWE everywhere. roster. Like that yeah. nigga wasn't he? Didn't he do he, WrestleMania like two years he, ago? He, he last year? Yeah, he he bridged. I think he bridged the gap between English and Spanish rap. I didn't want him to, but he <laughs> he did. He definitely did. Well, I mean, there was a couple of people back in the day when I used to listen to Spanish rap. I haven't kept up with it, but there was a couple of Spanish rappers back in the day that I would have liked to do that, but they didn't. Oh, so we just got to give flowers to the recent retiree, Daddy Young. Please, you please. know, 
I didn't. I I can't believe this. <laughs> Give him his flowers. Give that man his flowers. Now, brief tangent: Has anyone checked on Mister Worldwide since the global pandemic? Like, where the fuck is Pitbull? He's somewhere in the world, wide and shit. They stopped uh, letting him travel worldwide. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's Mr. 305 now. That's it. (laughs) Mr. Local. God damn. You hate to see it. You hate to fucking see it. He's a superstar. Pitbull? Yeah. Absolutely. What did he say? He had a little video that said uh, if you Google his name, he come up before the dog. Yep. Flex. Flex. (laughs) Let him know. Hard flex, god damn! Don't hurt flex. him. Don't hurt him. But yeah, that that one that was a tough one for your boy because I uh, he's Daddy Ink is one of the rappers I listen to. Cause he's a rapper to me, but he was one of the rappers I listened to while he was up and coming, and even after he blew up, not his commercial shit, like his actual like he he has actual rap music, like his actual rap was was dope. Um, he deserves all the flowers. He, I think he's going on tour for. I think he's going on his final tour. Actually, get your money, King. For real. But yeah, I just had to shout that out because, like, thank you. For, it's I a beautiful thing for when that. you get to like reach retirement. Like, you know, it's interesting now because, like, to actually, it is still interesting now because we have seen or have had the luxury of seeing careers play out over a long time. Right, so from like from get, up and coming to the GOAT to retirement. Yeah, that's crazy. And like you get, and especially like with certain people, if you do it the right way and you're able to say goodbye in like a really real and honest way and it's not like you're R. Kelly fighting for your life and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because, like, I was not ready, <laughs> and I can't even put it in the context of like, oh, like, it's so cool now seeing like rappers have these long careers because like earlier niggas were dying, niggas are dying now. So like, also, we have been robbed of so many, like, motherfuckers. Pop Smoke could. I he was on route moved, to superstardom if he wasn't there already. To, to the city. I'd have moved back to the East Coast behind Pop Smoke. Like. Nipsey, too. Nip. And Mac. Dolph. Oh. Another one. Yep. Yep. Mac, so, Mac did the switch. He was he was close. He was there. Yeah. I think he was, oh, he was there. He was there. Was there. He was right there. I think. I think one more album. His his next album after uh, swimming would have been it. Would have. I I don't know. Superstardom. I I do. I know. I don't think he likes being outside that his house that much. That's I fine. think he would have been a legend, but I don't think he would have been embraced superstar level. Do you think, think John like Legend they, embraces superstar level? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I think I I stand by Mac would have been maybe because I'm just standing hard, but he legend. Yes, yeah, superstar. I don't think he would wanted it. Would have wanted it. I don't think he would have had a choice if Larry he put out another banger. Like, no. 
hilarious. I feel like if he could have, if he could have escaped, um, because he he made a turn, right? He made a turn into being more happy. He made a turn into being more yeah. up and out. Should could he have escaped his demons? And then existed where Anderson Pack is trying to exist, and like, mm-hmm. you know, he where Schoolboy Q and TDE, and like, should should I guess should he have? I think so. Especially like like an Andre three thousand type of play my own music, make my own lyrics, like exist yep. in different genres, compose everything that I record over. But yeah, to your yeah. point, like. People are dying, and seeing longevity is is a beautiful thing. Yeah, man. Now, enough about other people. More about us. About <laughs> us. You know, the reason why people tune in. Uh, like, one of the final questions I have is, especially with, like, April being National Poetry Month, and I'm, like, doing the best job I can and trying to, like, write poems every day so i've been like really like when i'm stuck on like when i don't know what to write about i just like usually defer back to like my affirmations or my meditations and use that as like a springboard so i'm gonna share two of mine and then let me know if y'all have any like affirmations or meditations that or just things that you've been saying to yourself to help center you and then we'll leave our our folks with uh some some mindful groundedness. How's that sound? I'm with it. I'll start. So my first one, and like this is like number one, like daily, is be better than yes than you were yesterday. And that just speaks to like intentionality, doing things with a purpose, so that. Like, if you have a bad day, it's fine. Like, tomorrow will always be better. Even if you had a good day, double down on what was good about your day and seek, like, further happiness tomorrow. So that's kind of been, that's my number one. And then my current one, or the newer one, is don't make a hero out of me. And that is especially thinking about how we hold people into these, we hold people up to these really high standards and put them on these impossible pedestals to the point where we can't see them clearly. And in a way, it makes them less human in like some myth or legend. And I have, like, I was thinking about this specifically because like, for example, Napoleon, there is no accurate depiction of what this nigga looks like for real because everything he had like doctored enhanced so he could look taller and not like a whole bitch and like whatever and it's just like i don't want to have my time on this earth end and people are thoroughly uninformed as to who i am as a human so that's don't make a hero out of me. I like that one. That's pretty nice. Thanks. Y'all got I anything? Love, I mean, piggybacking off don't make a hero of me. That I'm I'm gonna take that, I guess I stopped to say. I'm gonna borrow that because I have a 
I guess, um, like you said, it makes it kind of if you if you fall into that habit, it kind of makes somebody seem more than human, and you gotta, you know, yeah. Some sometimes I trip myself up, like being outside and like looking at everybody and be like, oh, "Holy crap!" Every single one of these persons has had like a full life that I have no idea of what's like going on. Mm-hmm. Things things are happening to these people at every second, just like things are happening to me. It's kind of like trippy to think about. It's like in their own in their own world in their own right. Everybody says that like strengths and weaknesses and stuff like that. Being, I guess that kind of segues into my my thing is just kind of like uh, trying not to take things personally. You know, um, recognizing intent over or intent versus impact mm. um, trying okay. to take the things that I hear and finding the best intent behind them especially when it comes to the people that I deal with the people that I love people that I interact with every day it's like somebody may say some shit and you're just like the fuck you just say to me mm. <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> assume positive intent and it's that is Assume positive intent unless proven otherwise, rather than the other way around. And assume negative intent and like prove to me that you're not trying to hurt my feelings. It's like something that yeah. I've been. And then um, another one for me was I don't know if y'all ever heard of the Serenity Prayer, mm-hmm. where it's like uh, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Oh yes, courage yes, yes, to yes. change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Now that's a really long phrase, so. In my everyday life, I've kind of shortened it down to that ain't got shit to do with me. I so love that kinda, even more. <laughs> so I like, want to piggyback off of that one so much because I, <laughs> it's, it's, I it's helped me I guess so you, much. Like just in everyday life, just like seeing some shit that like maybe got nothing I, to do with you. <laughs> let me just take a let me just take a deep breath and realize that that shit ain't got yeah, nothing, nothing to, to do, do with me. That's fucking hilarious. So I was gonna start with one, but you kind of gave me the alley oop on that one. So mine is uh, and as as it, it may sound shitty, but I, I, <laughs> well, it's paraf- It's a paraphrase, right? I, th- I think about these things before I say them, and I say them mostly on the clock. Um, and yeah. well, like th- this is to be <laughs> no, just fucking tell us, bro. Just I, I yo, that shit. So like, quote, that shit sounds like a lot of not my problem. Are things that, are, I find myself yeah. saying that all the time, unless it's unless it is, and then you know I will, and I kind of. That that goes for outside of work as well. If it's something that is my problem or can become my problem, then I will go and assess the situation and see what I can do to help it in a positive and constructive way. But if not, mm-hmm. that shit sounds that like a lot of not my problem. And um, <laughs> on a more <laughs> on a more positive note, I I always tell myself, it's like when I find myself frustrated or if I'm in a funk, um. That it could that things could always be worse. I always kind of tell myself that when I find when I find myself in a funk or if I'm just not motivated to to do anything or if I find myself like not wanting to be productive, um, I always tell myself that things could always be worse. Mm. 
they could always be they could always be better they could always be better but they can always for certain be worse damn look at us positive as fuck ladies and gentlemen bad kids podcast i hope you are firmly grounded i heard firmly grasp it i'm sorry (laughs) firmly grounded firmly grasped if that's how you feel it's your boy divinity the host that stayed doing the most joined as usual with your favorite rapper your favorite rapper your favorite streamer your favorite everything in betweener nick beam and como se dice cruz Bad Kids Pod. Check out our website, Bad Kids Pod, B-A-D-K-I-D-P-O-D.com for episode notes, more episodes, all of our fun and information. We will holla at you soon. I miss you already. We out. Keep it funky. Keep it fresh. We out this bitch.